Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, co-founder and chief royalty officer of Royalty. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparent Entertainment Group. I handle registrations and repertoires for performers and rights holders around the world. Hey, welcome back to Money in the Air, the Neighboring Rights Podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. And we have guests today, Andrew, Angela, Benji, and Francesco. Tell them who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Angela. I work at Sony Music Publishing, and I also manage banks and banks of producers. I work in sync, and I've been doing it for nine years. Hi, my name's Benj. I go by the name Bingo Benj. I'm the national bingo caller. And I'm also a recording artist. Hello, my name is Francesco, a music producer, and I'm working with Stacey as assistant for her company. We were just talking about sampling, and I want to know if you're clear on who gets what neighboring rights if you use a sample. Isn't it everybody? Sometimes. So, for example, if you're clearing the Spice Girls, it'll be all of them because they might negotiate that they want all the neighboring rights still. They will use a track and we only take the baseline from a parliament funkadelic. Well, everyone gets it. Why not just the bass player? Well, no, because you've rechanged it, no? The bass player is part of the deal. Of the new deal? Yeah, I'd say you'd be part of it, but I would fight for my producers to get it as well. Very good. I, I agree with you, but depending who I'm representing. And what she's saying is exactly right. It's down to the negotiation of the sample license to determine who's going to get what of the Nerdbin rights on the new track. Why does it take so long to get paid? Why do you need a sound exchange contract to get paid in the US? So the US is different. It pays on different things. It doesn't have reciprocity with other countries. If you want to be paid for something that's on broadcast, sound exchange is never going to pay you. You want to register in the other countries. If you want something that is for non-interactive digital rights, digital radio where you can't tell it what you want to play, then you want to register directly with sound exchange because they collect more money than the rest of the world That's put together. Right. So and you get it sooner. Song, yes. I always ask for sound exchange. Yes. But if I didn't know that as a manager, yeah, not many people know that because no. your neighboring rights team won't do that for you. Andrew, you're the sound exchange expert. Do you have any idea what the timelines are by the time it's played at Pandora or Sirius? to when sound exchange will pay out? So sound exchange actually pays out on a monthly basis, but it all depends on how frequently Pandora or SiriusXM is accounting to sound exchange. But once sound exchange has the money, they turn that around pretty quickly. So I want to say the timelines between when it's actually played on a Pandora and SiriusXM, probably anywhere between four and six months. If you have your PRS statement, and your PRS statement is X amount of money, but then you get your neighboring white statement. Why is a neighboring white statement lower than the PRS statement sometimes? What I'm finding is it's not, it should be level. It should be the similar, same amounts, right? No. 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 It's not exact. No. And don't forget that neighboring rights gets reduced further between the contracted featured performer and the session players. Okay. So your boys will be the featured performers. But everybody else who also played on it will get a cut. And even if there's nobody else on it, you have to make sure that the registration says nothing should go to the non-featured because there are no non-featured. But even then, they withhold the non-featured share in case somebody comes out of the woodwork. There's a lot of different variables that come into play. So there's 
in the UK, since it's fully recognized for neighboring rights, not necessarily sure what the actual breakdown between publishing performance versus recorded performance from the same show. So Stacey, do you know that percentage? If say there's a blanket deal with the BBC and they're paying out both PRS and PPL, what that specific breakdown between neighboring rights versus public performance would be? Yeah, so it all depends. So like, for example, about £156 per 30 seconds on the BBC. For PRS or PPL? For both on each side but they play a blanket and then sometimes it doesn't always get that yeah final figure but you know whereas a normal sync fee ranges from about three grand to 30k depending on the song and the usage so that's if it's out that's why i think with the uk it might be one of those things that we see in the next 10 years no blanket agreement like they do in the us because especially with this writer's strike and stuff like that happening that's just hit the film industry and the tv industry but we always follow the music yeah. industry somehow follow. And I was having this discussion actually yesterday because people were like, oh, Taylor Swift, this and that. I'm like, she's clever. Because yeah. years ago, she said, I'm not putting my music on Spotify because yeah, yeah, yeah. she knew. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, just follow Taylor Swift and what she's doing. <laughs> she knew. She predicted it time ago, you know? So, like, everything's changing. And I'm, I think neighbouring rights in the past, I'd say since I've been managing banks and ranks, I had no clue about neighbouring rights. And it was the first deal I'd done for the boys, the first big deal I done I've learned so much about it that I actually say to people now take less on the publishing and just get your neighboring rights to carry you over because what people think with neighboring rights is like publishing that you don't have to pay it back you're not out of that deal until you pay back the money yeah so it's like don't even be too greedy with it but you know that the money you're getting from neighboring rights is the money you're going to recoup that's right so it's just hidden money that's right and people some people don't have neighboring rights just go to PPL and they're like oh I get change every Every few months, I might get a neighboring white store, let them do the work. That's right. Because they'll do it better and more efficiently. Yeah, and then you get an advance that will tie you over. You don't don't always get an advance and you don't always need an advance. No, but people get this obsession with money. And I don't always advise taking an advance because I know some people can't manage their money and they need the steady income. They don't need, because it takes about two or three years to recoup. If you haven't got a hit record, a global hit record, you are not making money. So you need to also look at where you make money on neighbouring rights. And believe it or not, you're making money in France. Sometimes it depends what it is. If it's a radio, if it's on radio, yeah. that's where the most of the money gets paid out. It's France yes. and Canada. And why? Because they play, got a law in place over there that you have to pay. If you're French, they need to pay an X amount of French art. I think it's like 60% on radio needs to be French. So like if you were to get a feature, right, so you get a Canadian artist, that song's getting played on radio. Yeah, but then what you can't do is so you get all of the PRS and you get well you get the SoCan and you get all the neighboring rights on because they pay more out, but they've got that law in place. Whereas yes. here we don't, don't have that, so we don't protect our rights. Yeah, and there are other countries that won't pay outside of the country. The label copies are so important that you have where you record it, yeah, the country you record it, and the date. Yeah. We're wrapping it up now. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for talking. And thank you guys for listening. Hope you're having a great week. And remember, if you're not a member of IFR, go to iafar.co.uk and join today.